Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Postmaster General under fire. Mr. DeJoy has a public be damned attitude. Democrats begin nominating convention. A mix of taped and live speeches from party luminaries. Our series, School Matters. Parents need to be as open and as honest as they possibly can. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup as Democrats begin a key week for the party with the selection of a presidential nominee. The Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, is calling lawmakers back from their break this week to vote on a bill to rein in the Postmaster General as a political battle goes on over funding and mail-in voting. CBS's Paula Reed. Democrats allege Postmaster General Louis DeJoy, a Trump donor, is trying to sow dysfunction in the mail system to help President Trump win re-election. I'm demanding that the Senate hold hearings. President Trump defended DeJoy with a familiar phrase. He wants to make the post office great again. A memo obtained by CBS News reveals the Postal Service is in the process of removing 671 mail sorting machines. White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows insists the removals will stop until November. There's no sorting machines that are going offline between now and the election. The Postal Service said it would postpone moving mail collection boxes for a period of 90 days, though it said their removal is routine and related to declining mail volumes. The Democratic National Convention gets underway tonight. It will culminate later in the week with Joe Biden's nomination. CBS's Ed O'Keefe. Instead of speeches from a sports arena, party leaders are expected to speak for two hours each night from across all 57 states and territories. Tonight's focus is expected to be on the pandemic, the struggling economy, and the national reckoning on race and policing. Speakers are set to include former Ohio Republican Governor John Kasich, who's part of Biden's bid to win over GOP voters not willing to vote for the president. Senator Bernie Sanders and former First Lady Michelle Obama will cap off the first night. Sanders says the party is united in its goal. We have got to do everything we can to come together to defeat Donald Trump. This is Steve Futterman. 
even in 1944, in the middle of fighting World War II, I present to this convention. Both major parties held their convention. A big question this week for Democrats and next week for Republicans is who will tune in? Professor Larry Sabato. Is this going to come anywhere near the millions that normally watch a political convention when there's a real convention? The CDC says the rate of coronavirus cases in children is increasing. And the reason they may have been low early in the pandemic is that schools closed and the focus was on testing adults. School is not opening as planned today in the Combs Unified District southeast of Phoenix. Science teacher Jacob Franz and two-thirds of his department resigned. Other teachers called in sick. We couldn't stay out sick for two weeks. Our school board is determined to reopen dangerously. McDonald's is doing more to protect their employees than our schools are. New studies indicate scientists who've been looking into immune responses see encouraging signs of strong and lasting immunity even in people who develop just mild COVID symptoms. Now to Texas, five people were wounded, one critically, in a shooting at a San Antonio flea market. Police Chief William McManus says there was some kind of argument ahead of the gunfire. There were multiple shooters to include a security guard who returned fire. We don't believe at this point that any of the people who were shot were innocent bystanders. In a suburb of Austin, three police officers were shot, and a man is barricaded in his home with three members of his family. Police were responding to a call. It was a rough weekend north of Los Angeles as fire crews attacked a wildfire that threatens more than 4,500 homes and other buildings. Mark Peebles is with the U.S. Forest Service. It's hot. Firefighters are working very hard out there. Hot indeed. Death Valley, California hit 130 degrees yesterday, the highest temperature on Earth since 1913 and perhaps ever. That 107-year-old record of 134 degrees is widely believed to be inaccurate. The Los Angeles School District says it's launching a major virus testing and contact tracing program for all students, staffers, and their families. With nearly half a million students there, we'll begin the school year online. Well, this morning we begin our School Matters series. Correspondent Allison Keyes talked to an expert about venturing back into the classroom. Safer Behavior CEO Sean Kaufman is a father of three and says if your children are headed back into the classroom, talk to them about it. I think the parents need to be as open and as honest as they possibly can. He has two high schoolers and one middle school student who have returned to class and... They were actually very relieved. Kaufman says kids need to know COVID-19 affects everyone. I think a parent has to say, listen, we are safer together. We are one community. He says not only do students need to know they must wear their masks, sanitize their hands, and do social distancing, they should. Know that the minute you wake up, dad and mom will be taking your temperature. And when you get home, dad and mom will be taking your temperature and asking you to change your clothes and wash your hands. The president of the National Organization for Women, Tony Van Pelt, is stepping down for health reasons. There's been an internal investigation into allegations of racism and a toxic work environment. Puerto Rico's Governor Wanda Vasquez lost in primary voting to an upstart candidate in her pro-statehood party, also losing San Juan's Mayor Carmen Yulin Cruz, who often criticized President Trump after Hurricane Maria. More than a week of protests against the president of Belarus culminated with a huge rally yesterday in Minsk. 
Some 200,000 took to the streets to demand a new election. Official results of the balloting earlier this month gave authoritarian President Alexander Lukashenko 80% of the vote. New Zealand's Prime Minister postponed national elections for a month to October 17th because of a new coronavirus outbreak in Auckland. I think it's the right decision. I think it's very good. It's equal to everybody. Well, it gives everybody a chance, a fair chance to campaign. The latest pandemic shortage is pepperoni. Bloomberg reports small pizza places are paying a lot more for it, almost double the price from last year. Large chains make bulk purchases far in advance. More than the athletes and the fans lose out if there are no major college sports for the rest of the year. Already having lost huge amounts of business because of the COVID-19 pandemic, sports bars are now bracing for a fall without college football. Ryan Pryor owns one in the college town of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Football brings a lot of people in, a lot of money in, so we need it. Tuscaloosa sports bar manager Adam Finney has seen business cut in half. With the loss of all of the major sports, we have lost a, a good percentage probably around like you know the 50 percent area it's estimated college football is a seven billion dollar industry jim chrysilla cbs news the powerful southeastern conference has not scrapped football but the center on the university of mississippi team is opting out eli johnson is the first Ole miss player to forego the season his father spent time on a ventilator with covid19 that's the world news roundup i'm steve kathan cbs news <laughs> Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. John Stewart here. Unbelievably exciting news. My new podcast, The Weekly Show. We're going to be talking about the uh, election, economics, ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. Listen to The Weekly Show with John Stewart wherever you get your podcasts. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.